0: This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com.
1: Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kovat. On Thursday, Taiwan reported 37 new domestic cases of COVID-19 and 46 imported cases. While most of the local infections were in areas surrounding Taipei, the city's mayor says the capital may relax restrictions next week. Louise Watt
2: reports. Taipei authorities are on edge after a woman who works in one of the capital's busiest commercial buildings tested positive earlier this week. The worker at auditing firm Deloitte is part of a family of four from New Taipei City confirmed as having the virus. The Taipei Nanshan Plaza is the city's second tallest building and home to many financial and corporate names. The deputy mayor said they needed to act to prevent community spread. Despite the fears, cases in the capital on Wednesday remained in the single digits, and Taipei's mayor said the situation was stabilizing. If that happens, food and drink will be allowed again in cinemas, public meals for the elderly would restart, and schools would be able to hold sports contests. The mayor says that could all happen from next Tuesday if things are stable over the next few days. Chris Ma and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's National Dongshan
1: Institute of Science and Technology reaffirmed that alleged fraud in the production of its Skybo missile system would not affect national security. This comes after a Taiwanese magazine revealed that local contractors involved in the missile's production were using inferior materials from China that could severely affect the system's capabilities. Jaime Okon reports.
0: This is the SkyBow missile defense system, one of the most advanced weapon systems made in Taiwan, and it's supposed to keep the country safe from incoming artillery. But recent reports from Taiwan's Mirror Media magazine claim that some parts used in the weapon systems were sourced from China and of inferior quality or even fake, particularly the components that power the system overall. Taiwan has spent more than $2.5 billion on the production of its Skyboat 3 missile system, which was announced in 2015. Onsen Taiwan Cosmetics Corporation and Burnaby Light Technology Corporation are the contractors involved in supplying the power products for the missiles. Onsen's founder and his sons, who were involved with Burnaby, were indicted for fraud and forgery last year, accused of delivering secondhand electronics made in China with fake serial numbers and forged certificates. They allegedly profited almost $3.5 million from the deal. The Mirror magazine reports also claim that some of the parts the contractors use in the defense systems can be purchased on regular shopping sites like Taobao, raising concerns over the functionality and security of Taiwan's defense assets. The Skybo 3 defense system plays a fundamental role in safeguarding the country, especially if China which claims Taiwan as a breakaway province, were to use force to unify the island with the mainland. But no matter how advanced Taiwan's SkyBow system is, it won't make a difference if its missiles can't take to the sky. Kama Xu and Jaime for Taiwan Plus.
1: Taiwan is upping its national capacity to test produce imported from Fukushima and neighboring Japanese prefectures for radioactivity. The country is due to relax its ban on produce from the area around the nuclear power plant damaged in the 2011 earthquake and tsunami. The government the move said the move will aid Taiwan's entry into the trade bloc, the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP. But local authorities and the opposition party, Kuomintang, have kicked back, claiming food safety has been put at risk.
3: A radioactive issue. Authorities across Taiwan are preparing to handle newly approved imports from Japan's Fukushima, the site of one of the world's largest nuclear disasters. But not everyone is rushing to comply with the relaxation of a decade-long ban. The mayors of two of Taiwan's counties have opposed the central government's move and told traders to separate Fukushima imports from other produce. A major opposition party, the Kuomintang or KMT, continues to take the government to task on the issue. President Tsai Ing-wen and her ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or the DPP, claim the move will gain Tokyo's support for Taiwan's application to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or the CPTPP. This massive trade bloc is composed of 11 countries around the Pacific Rim, including Canada, Japan and New Zealand. Joining the bloc would boost trade and could help Taiwan reduce its economic reliance on China at a time when tensions are rising across the strait. And, on the back of referendum wins late last year, Thai has the political confidence to pursue international ties and trade in the face of local opposition. A DPP poll says nearly 60% of the population support relaxing the BAM. Japan's foreign ministry has welcomed the move, and Fukushima farmers are looking forward to the new export market. But it's not clear whether this means Japan will now support Taiwan's entry to the CPTPP, and what other obstacles could still lay in the way of joining the trade pact. Taiwan Wang and Rick Lowert for Taiwan Plus.
1: Our reporter Rick Lowert spoke to Dr. Roy Tundi of the Tonghua Institution for Economic Research to find out whether lifting the ban could help Taiwan's trading status.
4: The ban on the Fukushima and the surrounding fight for prefectural foods has been uh, uh, Japan's major complaint as a kind of unreasonable barrier to Japan. So removal of this uh, obstacle is actually a very important step in refining Taiwan and Japan bilateral economic relationship. And the second implication is, of course, it facilitates Taiwan's uh, CPTPP application. Now, according to the CPTPP's accession procedural rules, all new applicants face a kind of two-step process of uh, session. The first uh, step or the first phase of application is actually uh, to address all bilateral concerns with current CPTPP uh, members. Before we can uh, reach the milestone of creating a working group to assess uh, the Taiwan's and other countries' applications. So Taiwan right now is actually on this first phase of application. So the objective is actually to address all bilateral concerns. Now on this Taiwan-Japan bilateral uh, pair, everybody knows that uh, the most important uh, concern that ta- Japan has been uh, consistently raising is the Fukushima food ban.
1: As we've heard, countries around the world are now adopting vastly different strategies for dealing with COVID-19, with some moving to the endemic stage. I spoke with Professor Tan Jianren, a John Hopkins-trained epidemiologist who was also Taiwan's vice president when the virus first emerged in China. He raises concerns about lack of vaccines in poorer regions like Africa.
5: The low immunization coverage uh, means that the possibility to have an uh, emergence of uh, another variant is quite likely. I can assure that if this, uh, more than 70% of the entire world population were immunized by two doses of vaccine, I think it may be the time for the endemic uh, to transform this uh, pandemic into the endemic.
1: Mm. So we're actually talking many, many years
5: then? No, it, it will depend on how can we help each other for the Africa and they can have a very good uh, immunization coverage. It can be done within uh, this, uh, by the end of this year, or, or maybe uh, mid-2023. Uh,
1: Many countries are going to boosters, saying now everybody must get their booster shot. Do you believe this is the right way to deal with variants? Does that mean that every time there's a new variant, we have to get another booster?
5: it might not necessary to have the fourth dose or fifth dose because we have reached the plateau of the, the uh, neutralizing antibody. And the three doses also can stimulate the very good cellular immunity of the T cells. Uh, after the three doses got infection, his antibody might be boosted again.
1: Skier Li Wenyi has made Olympic history for Taiwan at the Beijing Games. Li is the country's first female alpine skier to make it to the Winter Olympics. On Wednesday, she competed in the women's slalom run, finishing last in 50th place. But she managed to complete the course while 38 other competitors failed to finish. In her first run, Li missed a gate and had to go back uphill to hit it on the second attempt. Several US states have announced they will remove indoor mask mandates as the country seeks to reduce restrictions on daily life. It follows similar decisions in European countries, where despite the high cases, vaccination rates are keeping hospital admissions down. But as James Chater reports, some think the loosening of restrictions may be hasty.
6: Suited, booted and of course masked. But these images from the US state of Rhode Island could soon be a thing of the past. Rhode Island is one of several mostly Democrat-led states that have announced plans to remove indoor mask mandates in the coming weeks, including Massachusetts, California and New York. The decisions come as politicians seek to normalize coexistence with COVID. We
0: are relieved to now be in a place where we can provide young people additional relief from COVID-19 restrictions so they can continue to move towards normalcy in the classroom.
6: But not everyone is happy with the speed of the relaxation. Officials in Los Angeles County say they'll keep the indoor mask mandate even as other areas in the state ease restrictions. And despite official pronouncements, nationwide public debate over the masks continue.
2: I just think a mask is a very easy thing to do. It's very easy to put on. I understand that you know it, it can be uncomfortable for some people, but it's um, it's. I just think it's it's such an easy thing to do to keep people safer.
6: In New York, no relaxation of mandates in schools, but mask wearing in all other indoor facilities will be optional from Thursday. But signs, state officials might be moving ahead of federal guidance.
1: What I will say, though, is you know our hospitalizations are still high, our death rates are still high. So as we work towards that, and as we um, are encouraged by the current trends, we are not there yet.
6: It's not just in the U.S. that bolder steps towards coexistence with COVID are being taken. On Wednesday in London, where mask mandates have already been lifted, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson told MPs that the relaxation in England was going one step further. Yeah. Provided the current encouraging trends in the data continue, it is my expectation that we will be able to end the last domestic restrictions, including the legal requirement to self-isolate, if you test positive, a full month early. Johnson's statement comes as the Czech Republic announced it would be lifting all restrictions at the beginning of March. Denmark lifted all restrictions last week, the first EU country to do so. The removal of restrictions is welcome news to most, but some people still aren't quite ready to consign this most recognisable symbol of the pandemic to history. Damon Lin and James Chater for Taiwan Plus.
1: Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Cavatt. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.